0: Welcome back everybody It's Taco Tuesday I'm Alex Padilla I'm Alex Alright man We waited 7 years To watch that tonight That's right, the Lakers lose to the Blazers 100-93 to Alex Before we get into it, how you doing tonight?
1: I don't know man i was looking forward to that game like all all week like all months like last year <laughs> and all uh, the 2000s pretty much and yeah it's just frustrating on a lot of uh, a lot of levels
0: i'm alex padilla at alexpd86 at alex m that's him follow him on twitter follow me on twitter let's get into it the lakers lose like i said 100 to 93 they are down one nothing. the first round of the playoffs. Okay, let's just get into it. First of all, everybody knew that the Blazers would be the toughest team to play as an 8-seed. I mean, they were better than the Grizzlies. You know, the Suns were absolutely hot. But the Blazers were in the Western Conference Finals last year. And it's the same team. So, they are a very good team. This is not going to be an easy out. But tonight's game, what did you see as the biggest problem that the Lakers did tonight? Obviously, they had a lot. But for you, what was the biggest problem?
1: All right. So I think – so the Lakers had, what, like a five-point lead there in the fourth quarter with, like, about, like, nine like nine minutes left. I think they had, like, a five-point lead there. Um, mm-hmm. And that just evaporated. And I think – I, like, i just looking over the stat sheet. Two seconds? Yeah. yeah. And just looking over the stat sheet, like, you can't win a game in the NBA in 2020 when you shoot 15% from three. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter who you're. How about playing. this?
0: You can't really win a game in the NBA playoffs if you don't score 100 points.
1: It, I mean, they scored 93, like that, and yeah. Portland
0: against this defense—the worst
1: defense in the bubble, I believe. Um, it wasn't so much like like the offense wasn't good. Like even outside of the shooting, like I, the shot selection was really bad. I thought, um, I thought Portland did like I do give them some credit. I thought they had some kind of smart defensive strategies they used and they did kind of build a wall in the paint like whenever guys drove but overall I thought the Lakers just shot themselves in the foot over and over and over in this game like they like okay I'm going to read you where, how they shot in these three areas okay so at the rim they shot 55% which is not good on the season they shot 68% at the rim okay on mid range attempts they shot 23.8% in this game and on their threes they shot 16% and then at the free throw line AD and LeBron missed four in a row basically in that fourth quarter. Yeah. And they shot 64% as a team. So just uh, like you can't get worse uh a regular season playoff game whatever shooting wise in terms of what they did tonight.
0: I mean I I will give the Blazers credit that they did they, they won the game, mm-hmm. but the Lakers just squandered this one away. It's that simple. Damian Lillard didn't score a point in the second and third quarter, and they couldn't even get a lead yeah. in that time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just unacceptable. When Damian Lillard is not scoring, there's no reason why you shouldn't be pulling and blowing a team, the Blazers, away. As good as McCollum is and as, you know, Melo made a good clutch shot at the end there, and Nurkic was great in the first quarter, and then he kind of disappeared too, like, dude Nurkic I think was like 12 and 11 in the first quarter and he finished 16 and 13 or 16 and 15 like he didn't have a great game he had a great first quarter Dame had a great first quarter and then obviously huge shots at the end but when you have Damian Lillard and he doesn't score for two full quarters like just didn't score I'm not exaggerating didn't score maybe a free throw maybe like that's unacceptable you have to have a lead and you have to be able to put this team away now like, excuse-making, the Lakers had a week off. The Lake, the Blazers have been playing meaningful games this entire time. Play, the Lakers haven't played a meaningful game yet. Maybe the Clippers just because it was the first win back. But it's just brutal. Brutal, man. And when I see this game, there's two individuals that just have been bad in the bubble and were bad tonight. And that's KCP and Danny Green. KCP was 0 for 9, 0 for 5 from 3. Literally, don't, you don't need to play him. You don't. Like, what is he providing if he's not scoring? Like, I, <sighs> he was minus eighteen yeah, tonight. Um, I mean, everybody was minus on the every starter was minus. Even Anthony Davis was minus twenty. He was bad from the field. Yeah. From from the field. Uh, Let's just start with KCP. Okay. Well, individually, we can pl- literally complain as a whole about everything. And I know it's one game. And l- look at you saw the Bucks lose to the Magic yeah. today. In the NBA playoffs game ones are the game to take. It's you kind of mm-hmm. figure it out. Or you don't figure it out. The Lakers, like I said, haven't played in a week, but the Lakers haven't played well in the whole bubble. Anyways, let's just talk about okay. it. Let's start with KCP. KCP, 0 for 9, um, played almost 30 minutes. Just a brutal game from him. And if he's not scoring, is he even worth playing?
1: I, so I thought, like, okay, the offense is really bad. And I, I that on that last possession felt like the dagger to me when – They called a timeout. I think Portland was up three at that point. I think they were up three at that point or two, and Frank Vogel called a timeout, and then it seemed like the play design, I don't know what the play design was for this, but whatever it was, KCP got the ball, he pump faked, and he he tried to shoot like a left-handed hook shot. It was like 40, like 50 seconds left in the game, and I'm like, and then he misses it, of course, and that just felt like a huge momentum shift. And like you said, offensively, zero for nine, zero for five from three, one for two from the free throw line. Like obviously, defensively, I thought he did play a role in. It, like Portland's guards didn't have a big game tonight. Like obviously, Lillard had what? What did he have? Thirty-four, but it was pretty quiet thirty-four until that like last few minutes of the fourth quarter. There, I thought the game plan in terms of Lillard and McCollum was actually pretty solid. Like they didn't really
0: I think Lillard had like over 15 points in the first yeah, quarter
1: so that you're right and then you brought that great point of Lillard not scoring in that really after the second quarter and they still couldn't you know move away and I think a lot of that does have to go back to them just not be able to shoot but in terms of like the starters like KCP individually like you said like obviously he was invisible out there offensively he didn't make a basket but um mm-hmm. I, I would like would it
0: I just don't... I think it's a nightmare situation where we became enamored with the way he was playing in 2020, and he kind of tailed off a little bit before the 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 shutdown, and he just hasn't been the guy that we saw for, for a few months there. So if KCP is reverting back to what he was last year, then nobody wants to see him play. And I don't care if Avery Bradley's not there. I just think, like, what does he bring especially as a starter if he's not scoring and he hasn't been scoring um that's my point i just think i'm coming from it from an emotional standpoint after watching the game maybe not this like analytical way of looking at it but he just hasn't been good in the bubble in general so i just don't understand what he provides the other guy danny green we've talked about him every single podcast since the nba restarted he's been bad it's that simple Danny Green is on this team to play defense and make open shots, and he's not making open shots. And he's really not playing that great a defense either. Uh, he went 2 of 8 today from the 3. I don't remember the 2 that he made, <laughs> but I guess he made 2, uh, finished 4 of 12 with 10 points. But Danny Green's whole job as a Laker, like they brought him in to be the guy that makes shots. And that's the biggest difference between the Blazers and the Lakers at this moment is that the Blazers have guys that make shots when they're open.
1: Yeah, I mean –
0: I mean, who was the guy that made a three at the Gary end? Gary Trent. Um, Gary
1: Trent. Carmelo. Gary Trent. They had yeah. two guys yeah. to supplement what Lillard was doing. Like those two threes are just daggers, and they mm-hmm. were they they made eight more threes in this game. So that's an extra twenty-four points the Blazers had in this game, just strictly just coming from threes in a game where they won yeah. by seven. So again,
0: and I've said it, and you've said and you've agreed, or you've said it yourself. Listen, man. AD's going to get his. He'll find a way. And he did today. He sucked from the field. He still got 28 points. LeBron got a triple double, 15 uh, 15 assists, 17 rebounds, 23 points. Like, they're going to get theirs, right? It's the other guys. Who else is going to do it? I'm talking about it all year. And it doesn't need to be a full game. It needs to be those moments.
1: So, do you, like, after this game, are you, how much blame on this do you think? Like, if we were to try to, like, split up who gets the blame here or, like, who. Not not one person's at fault here, but like how much of this do you think was the starting lineups fault? The, the shots, you know, they missed or was do you, like I had some issues with what Frank Vogel did tonight.
0: What were those issues?
1: So in, in terms of his rotation, playing
0: KCP well, 30 minutes, I,
1: I, like, uh, yeah, I mean, he probably didn't.
0: I mean, I know we can't slander Caruso here, but Caruso played 30 minutes. I, he didn't do anything. I, I thought
1: Caruso was, I, I, I mean, he didn't score as much or anything, but I thought defensively, I thought he did a really good job on on McCollum specifically and he chased Lillard around like Lillard's gonna score on anyone like we can't mm-hmm. expect Lillard to like have 15 points in a game like he's gonna put up 30 against any team it's just a matter of how he gets those 30 points
0: I mean I keep bringing up scoring dude because I mean they played good defense I mean they only gave up 100 points to the Blazers I keep bringing up scoring because they scored that's
1: 93 the thing. I mean but like
0: that's why I bring up Caruso only scoring on the dunk like you sure. need to do more than that sure it's the playoffs now. Like, it's not the bubble anymore, and I get it. It's game one, and we could be overreacting, and, you know, they could kill these guys by double digits on Wednesday, but uh, or on Thursday, but tonight, it was bad. Caruso was bad offensively.
1: Yeah, and I, I thought Vogel – like, I'm going back to the Vogel part, but I thought Vogel yeah, yeah, was yeah. – he was a little too, like, rigid in terms of his rotations. Like, he, he played this game like it was, a, like, a regular season game in terms of his rotation. Like, obviously – not a lot of guys played like we didn't see smith or anyone like that crazy but like kuzma i thought he pulled him in that fourth quarter after he was just getting going and like he,
0: yeah i saw somebody said i saw, saw somebody tweet that he pulled himself oh, oh he i do not oh, see
1: that okay oh yeah. then that's i mean i'm not gonna blame him that for that uh but
0: but i don't know how true that is because it wasn't a lakers source you uh-huh. know it wasn't like a lakers person okay so if i'm just it was a blue check mark okay though. if i'm
1: just gonna go off of the idea that he it was Vogel's decision. Like that, like I get you're gonna rest him because you want to, um, like close with him, which is the right move. But at that point, no one's scoring, and at that point, right, like Kuzma the only one. was getting going. Like he had the free, th- he made the free throws. He had a three, and then he took that grab and go for the layup, and he he's the one who put the Lakers up five at that point. And then he got pulled. And how
0: about you? How about you saying KCP taking that shot under no, a minute? Was, Why is he I still in? Know.
1: Why is he? Sh- and then. Again, to your point, Caruso. Caruso had a horrible shot selection with that three late in the game when Mm -hmm. there were still like eight or ten seconds on the shot clock. And I think he got confused. Uh, And that might go back to just him like playoff nerves. It's his first playoff game. And maybe he just kind of panicked and shot a three when he didn't need to. But just not the best closing stretch from this team.
0: No, not at all. And... Um, did you watch the TNT version or the Spectrum version? I watched the version? TNT version. So I watched the Spectrum version. And Billy Mack and Stu really did keep talking about how, you know, the the home field would have made such – the home court would have made such a difference today. But it's like you got to get rid of that. Like it's just not going to happen. So if that's your mentality, I mean, I know they're just the announcers who knows what the players are thinking. But you just can't let that you – gotta. You got to adapt. And honestly, the Lakers have talked about – the struggles of the bubble more than any team that I've heard
1: of. So this is the thing. Like, So I really usually am like the optimistic one. Uh, like I'm usually like, you know what, let's just give it a larger sample and stuff like that. But it's like – it's time. Like, those excuses just have to go out the window now. Like it's mm-hmm. they're down 1-0, 0-1 to this team. And like I, I'm not saying they're going to lose the series. I still think the Lakers are going to win the series.
0: I do too. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not
1: going to be easy. And I, again, like you said, Portland is not the normal – a normal eight seeded team like you have lillard on a team that's not a normal eight seed but still like i thought the lakers energy like from the start of this game still felt like a regular season game and it's like for a large part of that game it felt like it like a lot of those guys just floated out there a lot of those guys kind of just felt like they overlooked the blazers and like again i can i can see why if you're one seed and you're playing an eight seed but you have to understand like these times for these excuses in terms of you know playing in the bubble and not having home floor advantage all that stuff like everybody has to deal with it you're not the only team that has to deal with it you really need to just start to kind of treat this seriously and i'm yeah. not sure how much of that will help them make shots or not but i think just having that energy level from the start doesn't put them in a position where they have to kind of dig themselves out of a hole they do like every single game in this bubble
0: I mean, I talked about it last week, and it's like, everybody's like, well, it's the playoffs. You know, when the playoffs start, they'll start. It's like, no, dude, they're not making shots. It's that simple. They're just not making shots. I don't ever want to see Anthony Davis, shoot another three in the bubble the rest of the time. Like, there's no reason why Anthony Davis should be taking threes in this series against this team. Like, he should be down the post, dominating, and he's just not. I know Whiteside had a couple blocks today, but he's been like the ultimate meme guy in the bubble, and all of a sudden, Whiteside's making huge blocks and plays today. It was like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Even LeBron's triple-double didn't really make a difference. It didn't make a difference. They lost. Um, now, I will say that to put my homer hat on, it's really difficult to get in any sort of rhythm when the refs will not stop blowing the damn whistle. And I know if you're listening to this and we're 15 minutes in and you're like, how are you just now getting to this? I get it because it was probably until the fourth quarter. The story of the game was the brutalness of the refs. And it, it was being called on both sides. There was absolutely no flow to this game whatsoever none i believe there was like 47 free throw That's attempts combined in the first quarter or first first half it was ridiculous these refs were calling everything and anything you never want to see a game like that you're taking it away you're taking really you're taking the the game away from the fans but you're also taking the game away from the players it's just a free throw contest after that and like you said the lakers free throws was awful tonight i think they went was it sixty percent? Sixty four point five, which
1: is yes, yeah, not sixty-four
0: point five percent is not good at all. So, um listen, man, um we can start there with the with the refs. Like that could be a positive, I guess. I'm not gonna sit here and try and pull positives out of tonight. I just think tonight you take the L, mm-hmm. you wear it, and you gotta move on. You have to. If you start trying to think of positives about and like and trying to spin it. You just, you know, what's the point of that? Hey, you lost. You scored 93 points. Um the Blazers only scored 100 and you lost. That's it. It's that simple. Um you can blame the refs, I guess, a little bit, but I just you just got to wear this one.
1: No, yeah, I don't I don't even blame the refs. Like at the end of the day, the like the only Portland only attempted two more free throws than the Lakers. Like if it was mm-hmm. just like this, oh, one more free or two more free throws. Yeah, so if it was like this massive discrepancy, I would get it, but I think yeah i think the lakers just lost this game i think portland just beat them like
0: and honestly the blazers are like a pretty like straightforward team you got to beat their starters you know they played eight guys today so it and you know who's gonna score like they're not really a surprise you know dame can pull up from any anywhere so they're not that hard of a team to figure out. That's what's kind of frustrating about tonight. It's like you know what they're going to do, and you actually stop them for a while, and you just couldn't hit shots. Yeah. And, you know, I'm refreshing Twitter because we're literally taping right after the game. So now that, you know, quotes are coming out, harrison just tweeted uh from frank vogel saying uh vogel didn't like the lakers shot selection in this one inside or outside the arc but says that ultimately quote we have to execute and hit shots down the stretch it's one game we're confident in our group still i was pleased with our competitive spirit we didn't hit shots is it that simple
1: Uh, like yes and no like obviously like so they made five of 32 up from their threes like if they just made 10 that's so they doubled that like and made 10 that's an extra what 15 points they would not won this game uh maybe by double digits mm-hmm. so it's like i get that but at the same time they do have to wake up like it, it like that i mean i know we're not trying to like look for positives in a loss
0: i mean you can look for a positive i just i'm not gonna do like it.
1: maybe this is what they needed maybe they needed to lose this game and maybe they need to like wake up and say like you know what if we don't get our act together we're gonna lose this series in the first round and all that talk we did all year about you know wanting to be like win this championship and everything that's out the window if we don't take this seriously and i I hope Mm -hmm. i hope this is them not taking it seriously i hope this isn't them their best effort because i don't think it is um
0: and i don't even know if this question is even answerable but what do you do when your shots are just not going in like How do you fix that? I mean, I understand Vogel and you both said the shot selection was not great, but there are some wide open shots being missed.
1: So I don't know if you noticed this like towards the end. I think there was like a few plays when this happened, but I noticed it specifically at the end. LeBron was driving to the basket and Danny Green was open in the corner and yeah, and he, he passed, passed it to Caruso, Caruso instead, yeah. and that was like,
0: yeah, that was dude. pretty
1: glaring and like, whoa, because Danny Green's right Danny there. Because Danny was wide
0: open and and Caruso was not an easy and he pass. And passed
1: it to Caruso instead, and uh-huh. uh huh,
0: uh huh. I saw that too. Like
1: in terms of, uh, like that's where missing shots kind of gets taken to a different level. Like, I, like LeBron's always gonna have confidence in his teammates. Like he's always gonna make the right play and stuff. But like I hope. Like Danny, I know Dan Green realizes he's missing these shots and he needs to make them. But when he sees that happen too, where he's not getting the pass there, like how does that make you feel the next time you do get that pass? Like that's even more pressure that I gotta make the shot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I don't know how. Other than just saying they have to make shots, like the shot selection was bad. But yeah, there was like these little moments like that where it looked like they were second guessing themselves out there.
0: Um i definitely noticed that and it definitely stood out i don't know how much it the the broadcast didn't mention they mentioned it on tnt no they didn't mention it yeah they didn't mention it on on spectrum either so um by the way chris weber if you want to laugh just search chris weber on twitter it's 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 brutal for chris but it's hilarious if you know if you watch the game on tnt there's a reason why i chose to watch it on spectrum (laughs) so that's just a side note um uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up tonight was the pers- the people that did play. Were you surprised that Morris played and Waiters got no minutes? Well, Waiters got a minute.
1: I, I think they, I think they like Morris in that Carmelo uh, defensive role. I, I think I, I was expecting to see Morris here, and, and I thought because whenever they do want to go to that AD at the five, Morris makes sense. So I wasn't surprised to see him play like eighteen, almost nineteen minutes. Seems like a lot, but.
0: Mm-hmm. He made his soul three.
1: Wow, one of the few guys, uh, <laughs> and especially since McGee didn't play that play that much, uh, they needed someone to pick up those minutes. But uh, yeah. I get the waiters why people were asking for him because again, this is one of those games where you could be that type of scoring, that type of creation.
0: You just like create like it creates. feel like he can create a spark. I-, I am surprised. And if he and know? if he doesn't, then really like it's what is that like? What do you got it, to lose, yeah. man?
1: <laughs> it's true like i i if there was gonna be any game where you're like let's just throw waiters out there and see what happens it feels like it was yeah. tonight um mm-hmm.
0: and i'd like in on a game where and i keep going back to him and i know whatever but i think tonight it just stood out to me you know when KC kcp play, plays 29 minutes there was definitely some minutes there for waiters to take I mean I don't I don't know if they like sub for sub but I'm, you know what I mean like there was minutes to be taken from other players on the court because nobody was was excelling and as good as Kuzma played he still didn't shoot good he still shot 5 of 14 so it wasn't like he sure. was lights out he just provided a spark and that's kind of what I'm talking about with waiters. I'm not expecting waiters to come in and go four or five, but if he comes in and provides a spark, two quick threes, boom, you know, it gets somebody going, gets the team rolling. I was a little bit surprised that he didn't get the minutes, uh, just because tonight, like you said, felt like the night. It felt like they needed something. It felt like they could have used something.
1: So, like, I'm trying to think of this game. Like, if like if you're the Lakers, like, what are? Outside of just like, you know, I, we, I doubt we're going to shoot this bad the rest of the series. Like, that alone is reason to be I optimistic. Know, like, well, you would hope they don't shoot this bad again. Um,
0: From the field, maybe. The threes, I'm not too confident.
1: Yeah, like, I, I think they're going to score more around the paint. Like,
0: because their putbacks were are terrible. Really bad. I don't know if that's a stat, a putback stat, like field goal percentage, but they were bad. Yeah. They left a lot of points out there.
1: It, it's but like even on those putbacks, I feel like they were rushing them for some reason, right? Like they would mm-hmm. get the like they would try to like put it back right away instead of just grabbing it and throwing it out and resetting it, Like it, in times it just felt like they were Kind of shaken up this game like they didn't know what to do Like that's what the second-guessing part of it. It just seemed like they were tense But also like kind of lackadaisical and just not totally focused. It was a weird game I think for both teams I don't know how much that goes back to the officiating and not be able to get a rhythm when there's constantly free throws um Mm -hmm. and then also you know whenever the other team's shooting free throws that just means you're not getting out in transition and that's where this team is best at when they're running and they didn't do that that much this game
0: so if the lakers would have won tonight if they would have pulled it off i wouldn't have come on here and been like everything's okay everything's great sweeps coming i wouldn't have done that because they're not playing Mm -hmm. that way what I would have said, and I am still going to say it now, I preface it that way, is the Blazers look tired. The Blazers, Nurkic looks tired. I know Dame is going to hit shots, but he looks tired. I feel like the... the Listen, man, the Blazers, almost every game, actually every game in the bubble meant something for them. They got taken to the limit by the Grizz. I know they won in the first game, but the Blazers have played a lot of significant minutes. They look tired, and they weren't able to capitalize. Going forward... I think that's an advantage that the lakers they had a week off this could have been a warm-up if we're being positive and i think that's going to be a big advantage maybe i'm looking at it wrong maybe i'm trying to be some sort of optimist in my own head but that's the way i see it
1: yeah i mean and the lakers are the more physical team like we saw that with the offensive rebounding like i know they didn't work great with the putbacks but they still just grabbed a ton of offensive rebounds tonight and had a lot of second chances and that wears you out like nurkic is coming back from injury he i mean the whole team like you said the whole team is tired and i think the lakers uh picking up full court for a lot of that game was actually a pretty smart strategy to kind of wear on lillard's legs like even though he, mm-hmm. it's not a ton of effort to dribble it up against a defender it still it takes a toll after like 40 minutes and i think that might have got into some of his shooting shooting issues tonight but
0: and another thing that the Spectrum broadcast brought up that I didn't know the Blazers didn't do, but it makes sense. They played Whiteside and Nurkic yeah. together, forcing the Lakers to shoot a lot from the outside. And when you're not making it, being successful to shoot from the outside. yeah, uh, You expect to see more of that? Like, why wouldn't you, right?
1: Yeah, I think that. I mean, I, I, they're probably going to go with that when they go to their bench lineups and stuff. Uh, but I, I think that was also just to answer that lakers offensive rebounding they were just dominating and they needed to get more size out there but yeah that's a good point like if the paint is packed that's kind of been the strategy all year against the lakers like just force them to shoot from the outside and that's usually a win for you
0: mm-hmm. yep well alex um 100 to 93 lakers lose game one there's not like some thematic theme there's not like this theme to the game today like where we're going to talk about anything else that's really it like they just lost and they play again on thursday um we'll see what happens they were favored tonight to win by six and a half i'm sure and you know what did you see the vegas odds how there's not an uh, because the lakers have played so bad in the bubble there's now split in vegas of who which sportsbook thinks gonna win like it's some people think the bucks something the lakers something the clippers like first time in like two decades that there's not oh. like a clear cut favorite to win in vegas i mean it
1: makes sense like in this situation this environment like it's really hard to predict the I mean, winner
0: mm-hmm. the bucks lost to the magic yeah. today Honestly the clips were struggling and then they kicked Porzingis out in the (laughs) biggest bullshit ever. So it's not like like you said just right now and it's like it's new. It's the bubble. We'll see what happens, you know? It's not it's not your ordinary playoffs. So we'll see. Honestly, if this was like the year where an eight seed upsets the one, it's probably this year. Because it's really not you're not traveling. You're not going to staples. There's no like crazy you know laker girls everywhere you're not going out in hollywood the night after a game there's, there's just basketball so we'll see what happens um, alex are you writing anything th- or did you write not, anything this week i'm not missed it if you week did.
1: because i had to go back to work uh, this whole week's gonna be crazy with the school school is coming back in session stuff like that so maybe not this week but um yeah so n- maybe next week but yeah just enjoying watching this morning playoff schedule which is so weird
0: yeah, it's 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 it takes a lot to get used to. It really does take like waking up and you're like oh, there's a game on 10:30. Well, I'm not waking up at 10:30, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Um so there will be three more games before we come on. They will play Thursday, they will play Sa- Thursday on ESPN, Saturday on ABC and Monday night on TNT. Obviously, if the Lakers win one, they'll play more. Uh we'll see how what the series looks like then do you want to do our regular prediction what will the series be will the series be over or where will the series be when we come on next tuesday night or
1: tuesday i think it's gonna be split i think it's gonna be a long series i mean i i thought the lakers won today there's a good shot that they might sweep them just because like like you said earlier like this is a game to win game one's always the game to win if you're the lower seed um and usually if you lose that game it's kind of over um but I, yeah i can see this going possibly seven now maybe six but i can see it going two and two uh by the time we record next time
0: um two two and one? You oh, mean? two and
1: one yeah 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 yeah.
0: two and one um i agree with you I, I do think that two and one sounds right um but i'm gonna leave monday open because i think the lakers win the next two okay i really do I just, I think Monday's wild card. I don't know why. I have no excuse why. Like, what does it matter? It just, I just feel like Monday, you kind of like you. The Blazers aren't gonna want to go down three to one, so I think Monday's kind of a toss up. It could be two two. That's the way I see it happening. Well, hopefully, the one thing we do know for sure. Hopefully, it's not over by next Tuesday because then it's off season and we won't be doing podcasts weekly. So, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully Lakers don't get swept. That'd be a story, wouldn't it? We
1: gotta hope Charles Barkley isn't right. Like that.
0: I just... Oh, dude, Charles Barkley's doing a victory lap on NBA on TNT. If you go up Twitter and just search Charles Barkley, it is hilarious. I mean, enjoy it, man. Like, enjoy it, Charles. Mm-hmm. He did say if they win tonight, they will sweep. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But tonight, Lakers lose 100-93 to the Blazers. Game 2, Thursday night, 6 o'clock ESPN. Alex, at Alex M. Regla. That's you. At Alex Padilla 86. That is me. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, I tweet emotionally during games <laughs> and uh, non-analytically. Non-ana- and Alex is, is pretty analytical and very level-headed, very much unlike me. So give us a follow there. Subscribe to this podcast, Apple, Spotify. com is the website for all your Lakers news. Check us out there. Alex, any final words?
1: Like, I was just going to say, like, I'm just, like, to be clear, like, I think the Lakers are fine. I'm confident they're gonna win this series. Still, they just have to make their shots like that. Watching like what their percentages are next game is gonna be the biggest thing. I thought they played really good defense. I thought there's some positives take away from this game, but they just I think number one they have to make shots.
0: I agree (laughs) with you, and I hope they make shots, which is why I'm not confident because it's not an effort thing, it's not an injury thing, it's not. I don't really think it's a Avery Bradley thing. I really don't. I just think they're just not making shots, and I don't know if they will be able to make shots, but I still think they win this series. My confidence level has dropped a little bit today, but like I said, I'm an emotional wreck. Don't <laughs> listen to me. So. <laughs> Alex, always fun, man. I'm sure next week we'll have more to talk about. Um, have a great one. Stay safe out there, everybody. We'll talk to you next Thanks, week. Man. Thanks, man.